What's up, everybody? Today on Stacked, the lifestyles of the insta-famous. Allergy pills that kill. And where is my mind? This is Brian Lee O'Malley and Leslie Hung's Snot Girl. What's up, everybody? I'm Brandon. And I'm your style boy, Brandon. Smash that like and subscribe button. And welcome to Stack, the show where we discuss stories from all over the world of comics. You're so woke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, fashion blogger. Yeah. It's appropriate. That's all you gotta do. That's all that's all that's all that's all it is, man. It's all about them smashing that like and subscribe button. It's smashing that like and subscribe button. Hit the little bell. <laughs> bring, hit that ring the bell. Hit that bell. Oh, what's up guys? Welcome to Stacked. If you didn't get the joke, uh it's cause we're talking about Snot Girl today. And if you don't know what Snot Girl is about, that won't make any sense. But it's okay because it'll make sense <laughs> in in thirty seconds. Because I'm about to tell you what Snot Girl's about. It's about a fashion blogger with allergies. Yeah, yeah, like really, really extreme allergies. So <laughs> I literally like didn't approach this comic for like the longest time because I thought I was, I I was like oh, Snot Girl, like what what the hell is this about? And then like I see occasional pounds where it looked like she was melting almost, and I was like, uh. I'm like, wait, she has snot powers or something? Like, is her powers based on snot? I'm like, I don't know if I want to read about a superhero who's got snot powers. And then I was like, (laughs) literally, I was like, I was at the comic book store. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to pick this up. I love Brian Lee O'Malley. I'm like, I might as well, like, pick it up, give it a read. Not at all what I thought it was about. Did not realize it was about a fashion blogger. And I'm like, well, I'm an idiot. Yeah, so, so, so the reason she's called Snot Girl is she kind of gives these, like, I don't know what you'd even call them, like these weird pet name nicknames to everyone in her life to like remember them more easily. So there's like cool girl and like which says a lot about her personality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't be bothered to remember your name. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And she gets dubbed Snot Girl because of uh, her allergies. But anyways, that's getting a little far into it. Um, just to clarify for you guys. We are talking about Snot Girl by Brian Lee O'Malley and Leslie Hung. And we're talking about the first volume, which is comprised of issues one through five. And that's what we're talking about today. And so spoiler alert, if you don't want spoilers, you might want to turn away because we're about to start talking about it. All right. Today's spoilers are brought to you by Voguing. What is Voguing? You never heard of Voguing? No. Okay. So vo- Voguing is like, I don't know if it's an actual like, like an adjective as in like a thing you do. Or it's just that's what people have like dubbed this. But basically, voguing is when you just strike a pose oh. and then strike another pose, and you just keep striking poses. I see. It's it's amazing and ridiculous. The only like strong point of it I've ever seen is in the Phantom of the Opera movie with Gerard Butler. There is a masquerade dude at this ball who starts voguing. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if it's like a type of dance or something like that. I, it's just it's so weird it's just striking a pose usually somehow framing your face yeah is a little bit of a thing okay you know you learn something new every day <laughs> all right uh so today's spoiler is i think snot girl is having a breakdown and is a murderer a serial killer 
You think so? Not necessarily a serial killer. I don't think she's a serial killer. I think actually. So here's the thing. This is interesting. This is an ongoing comic. Um, we only cover the first volume. Yeah, there's and, only two volumes out. Yeah, which I'm gonna have to go get the second one. That being said, I'm like ninety percent positive. Some like a good portion of this is in her head. So, do you think Caroline was ever real? Yes. So, so oh, this is this, this is where I get. So why don't, why don't you? Why don't you? Uh, why don't you explain to them what what we're talking about here? All right. So, as we've said, Snot Girl is about uh, a girl whose name is not actually Snot Girl. Her name is. Oh my God. Her name's Lottie Person. Yeah. So it's the it's about a fashion blogger girl named like Lottie Person. Oh my god, such a great name. Uh, and it's just, like more or less just it, it follows her life and like kind of her social group. And what ends up happening is she meets this uh, other girl who's also like an, a starting up fashion blogger who she thinks is really cool. They go out drinking and when they like somehow this girl, I guess, like slips on one of her medications, like Snockerel's medications. It's a long story. I'm not going to get into the full details of it. But she smacks her head on the ground and is presumed dead. And then you, f- and then she actually starts running into. Well, then, and then immediately after that happens, just to clarify, Snot Girl or Lottie blacks out and wakes up the next morning in her bed and is like, "What the hell happened?" Oh right, I forgot that she blacks out. Yeah. So basically, it's her. It's her trying to live her life while also at the same time. I think kind of having like a psychotic break a little bit. So like it, this is what this is one of the things I think Brian Lee O'Malley does a, like really really well is he does human human drama and like kind of the struggles of like certain generations or like you know young twenty year olds I guess He's, he really just nails the like the early twenties life struggles. Um, but then, and then it'll throw in some like strange, like quasi magic kind of twist. This this one I don't think is magic. I think I do think it's just, is a is a hallucinated hallucinogenic potential psycho uh, psychotic break. I I mean I could be wrong. I mean maybe Caroline's a magic wish pixie. I feel like that'd be so. Oh my god, that'd be. I mean that's up his alley, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, he always ends up. It's very interesting because he always tries to give them like these very real personal struggles, and then he just throws in on top of another thing. Totally, that just makes everything worse. That, and that's like look at Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim's just about like a guy in his twenties playing in a garage band. It's like a super normal, just existing, like this super normal story. And then he stacks on like you know Ramona Flowers and the all these kind of like semi fantastical elements. And, and same with uh, Seconds, you know. Katie Clay or yeah. whatever her name is. Uh, I think it's Katie Clay. Yeah. And, you know, just a regular story about a girl working in, in a restaurant as a cook. And then, you know, boom, stacks on the... Time travel mushrooms? The time traveling <laughs> mushrooms, yeah. Uh, so, and this is kind of the same thing. Like, it's just this very normal life of this, like, 20-something fashion blogger. Uh, and and it, one thing he kind of nails really well is the life, like like the social lives of people today and and he kind of touches a lot on like the difference between who somebody is on their social media and who somebody actually is Mm -hmm. um i think that's a hugely important part of this book and i think he does it really well because he doesn't like bludgeon you over the head with it it's not like social media is bad it's more just like this is what it is now 
you know like this is how people people put stock in this and it isn't real <laughs> you know it just is not real because um, her whole thing Lottie's whole thing is she has these horrible allergies so when you see her behind the scenes she looks like in distress right she's got snot running down her face and she face is all red and she's like you know huge um, social anxiety yeah huge social anxiety like which is also another rising trend yeah and so she's she's kind of this like she really doesn't look like she has anything together and then you know she puts everything together for that you know 10 seconds to get that photo that's what goes on instagram that's what makes instagram and so then everybody sees that and she kind of has this conversation at the end of this uh, volume with her intern about how her intern's like, Oh, well, you're so perfect. You got it all figured out and all that. And she's like, you're only seeing like <laughs> the like hot, literal peaks of my life in between. It's, it's chaos. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and I think that's like a hugely relevant topic right now. Um, so that's kind of one of the underpinnings of it uh, as well, which I think is really good. Yeah. I kind of disagree with you on this. I think it's interesting that he, um, he doesn't really, yeah, he doesn't really criticize. He literally just, like, she makes, her and her friends more or less make a comfortable living doing this. It's never, it's that I. It's never, I mean, I don't know, we haven't finished the comic, he hasn't really finished the series, so I don't know if the intention of it is going to end with, like, her giving up social media or whatever. But that never really seems to be the point of it. It's just, like, a, a screenshot into, like, the lives of of blogger like of like nowadays like social media bloggers and like and instagram models and and it's it's really entertaining and engaging and i'm so glad i am not you know having to constantly worry about posting anything pretty because i oh god man i took a selfie once one time and, uh, one time dude i'm not even kidding i took a selfie one time and i was like this was a horrible mistake that's such a brand and, and, and then i made the worst mistake is i posted it and i was like well what am i doing <laughs> that's such a brendan thing talking about taking selfies like yeah, i tried that once that's for suckers i never did it again <laughs> i don't know i don't get it i was like i just look at myself I'm like oh god why why are you doing this i can see myself in the in the camera frame too and you're taking the photo and you're like oh jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> like i get why people take like 1500 photos i'm like i don't got time for that yeah. i got time to sit here and take 1500 photos hoping i get one that looks good i'm like no i should just take i should just take a damn photo load it on my computer and just start photoshopping things <laughs> let's just let's just put brad pitt's face on me and we're good <laughs> yeah oh man that's hilarious but yeah no you're right he like he doesn't come out and go like he doesn't demonize it. he doesn't come out and go like social media sucks and it's killing us but he we, he frames it how it is and then kind of just lets the like you as the reader can ass- assess whether or not you think it's a good thing and um it's it's fantastic and then like you said he stacks in uh, i mean we don't really know what type of weird element it is it's either like you said a psychological break or maybe it's something mystical but basically this girl I definitely don't think it's mystical yeah maybe and and i don't either but like yeah this girl caroline who keeps kind of popping up in lottie's life also have you ever seen have we ever seen her interact with anyone other than lottie i don't think so well so actually, I was just going to say this. I might have to backtrack. Oh wait, this no, thing. she does interact yeah. with Charlene. That's true. Yeah, at the very end, and that's what's the thing though. She doesn't necessarily interact with Charlene. Charlene acknowledges her, and she never directly talks to Charlene. Really, 
Like they don't have a conversation. She comes in, says some things. Charlene clearly acknowledges that she's there. And then she's trying to like say something to, um, to Lottie person. And, uh, but then like, of course what ends up happening is she ends up accidentally shoving her off a cliff. Yeah. (laughs) Spoilers people. Come on. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting kind of thing. So I like that kind of really hooked me because I was like, oh, I'm really enjoying all this. And then that happened. I was like, okay, I have no idea what's going on. I'm super engaged. Yeah. Um, so, and, and if you, if you look at the um, conversation between her at the end, yeah, you're right. She doesn't actually acknowledge Caroline being there. She's just kind of, she's only talking to Lottie and she also never like references caroline by like name or anything it's really weird which makes me think i think you're right i think caroline is like maybe in lottie's head well yeah and well then that's what i'm so confused by though because like like charlene she yeah she like makes a clear acknowledgement of her though well not really she says uh she looks at her i'm 90 percent positive she like she points unless that's just like clever paneling in which case where she, are you talking about this panel where she points to the two of them and she says that's not normal there's blood her blood so yeah but see she's she could be talking like who knows what she's talking about right not even what she's talking about but like do you know what i mean like that conversation she could be having that conversation with lottie with caroline not being there and the only her acknowledgement wasn't to Caroline, her acknowledgement was just, she just said, that's not normal. And I don't know, you know. Uh, do you think, well, he might be pulling some straight up uh, fight club on this thing. She yeah. might be like literally just like hugging and talking to herself as both persons. So she's like, yeah. that's not normal. Yeah. But uh, man, I, I, I got to finish the series. Hurry up, Brian. <laughs> yeah. The other thing, too, is which is also kind of confusing, is there's, like, they introduce a detective. It was, like, also, I love the fact yeah. that the detective's, like, in a fashion-obsessed person. But that's what gets so weird because, like, you don't really know what the deal is with the detective. Yeah. Because they never really state if, like, he's investigating, uh, like, Lottie's murder. Not Lottie's murder, sorry. Caroline's um, murder. Or if he... But he's also, like, a bit of a stalker, almost, kind of, because he's, yeah. like, obsessed with... Snot girl, and it's like what? And he like gets his, her number from her mom, whose number he got from her doctor. It's like that's really weird, dude. Yeah, like I don't know. I this is gonna be one of those comics that when it finishes, I'm gonna have to go back and reread it to try and get like all the little clues and whatnot. Yeah, and then be like, oh yeah, it was really obvious by page two. Yeah, but I just didn't because there's the thing too, right? Like these. Like when you introduce the whole concept of like, oh, she's on experimental new drugs and she's mixing it. And almost every time she makes it with alcohol, strange things happen. So first you're wondering whether or not she even like witnessed the blood or that was hallucination. But then when like um, Charlene acknowledges the blood thing, well, now you're like, well, did she actually slip or did maybe she actually kill her outright? And like, I think you could also even and maybe I'll take it one step further. I would even speculate did Caroline ever exist in the first place? Cause like, even I'm just pa- passing back through issue one, nobody else ever interacts with her. Even in the first issue, the only time she's acknowledged is off camera. When her friends are talking about her new blog post, like are talking about her social media stuff. And then they're like, Oh, she hasn't posted in like a week. But like, what if Caroline is like an alter ego that like, Lottie made up and like made social media accounts for and stuff. Oh, that'd be tr- freaking trippy. 
Wouldn't that um, be interesting? It would be super interesting. That's the kind of thing. I mean, like, this is the thing. This is the thing that's kind of interesting is because Fight Club did it. Yeah. A lot of the times anyone does a version of things, they instantly go Fight Club or like right, they figure yeah. it out because of Fight Club. So it's a new, it's an interesting challenge to have to like do those kinds of stories where they're the characters hallucinating somebody. And to try and keep people guessing and engaged without being like, oh, I already know it. Like this person's entirely fictional in their head. Like, I don't know the full extent of what's going on yet, which is keeping me very engaged. And then also, it's like with any good comic, the general interactions with other characters and the the, uh, characters themselves uh, keep you hooked throughout all the beats that aren't immediate, like plot driving points. Yeah, that's true. another thing. Like that, um, I think Brian Lee O'Malley does really well. Is just like he he does slice of life really well, and that like we've mentioned it briefly, but doing slice of life scenes where it's just people kind of hanging out. It's like the thing Brian uh, Brian Michael Bennis always guys that do when he's like, oh, I'm gonna have them like sit around and eat lunch and uh, dinner and talk for a long time, but like you know, does it where everyone actually has a different voice? <laughs> yeah, well, that that type of thing, I think can be good or boring depending on how good of a writer you are or or how interesting of a thing you have to say. I think it's important for if you're doing a comic that has nothing that isn't a superhero comic. If you're not doing if you're not doing a comic that involves some kind of punching at some point, you better have just like super engaging inter- interactions and moments. Cuz like if you think of a comic, it's like similar with like novels. Like novels have a lot of like f- sometimes filler content that is meant to flesh out characters. So if you don't if you can't make that stuff engaging, uh, that's a problem. And if you don't have it, it's hard to get people to be attached to your characters. That's the other thing I think Brian Lee O'Malley does really well is he somehow managed to make shitty characters really likable. <laughs> right. Like when you objectively look at Scott Pilgrim, he's kind of a shitty character or at the start of it. The whole point of him is like learning not to be a shitty person. And, and same uh, extent in seconds, more or less. She's kind of a shitty person. Uh, who's like very much caught up in her own thing and isn't thinking about anyone else. And the whole voyage is her learning to not be that in some extent, but he makes them sympathetic enough that you kind of root for them, even though they're doing shitty things. Well, I think it's, I think one of the ways he achieves that is like by making them extremely normal. Like, cause like, I don't know a single person that hasn't been, at least for some period of time act, or acted like a shitty person. Do you know what I mean? Like literally everybody does. So it's like, it, 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 it it's, th- which is why it's great that he doesn't like demonize it or harp. I think that's a problem that, you know, some people have in their stories is it's like, don't be shitty like this person. It's like, but people are like that sometimes. And like, maybe it's a mistake or maybe it's what, you know, circumstance, whatever. Right. But like, if you immediately demonize that people then if it just it just makes it worse right like people just feel worse about being shitty and all that what he does is he like again doc- documents the journey of like going through things like that and like how you come out the other end learning from it instead of you know instead of falling back into it that kind of thing right um which i think is really important i will say my one the one thing with this comic snot girl that I was like a bit disappointed in was that I didn't laugh as much. Actually, I don't even think I really laughed at all 
Whereas like, which is fine. Like it's maybe it's not a laughing comic, but at, in terms of like a Brian Lee O'Malley comic, like generally they, that's one of the main things about those comics is they're very funny. Like Scott Pilgrim, I'm laughing out loud when I'm reading it. Seconds, I was laughing out loud. It, I felt like it kind of didn't have his like trademark, uh, like witty sense of humor, like s- sarcasm in it. As not as much anyway. I would. So here's so interesting point actually. Uh, I'll agree with you, but I think it's intentional. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. So I I think I think very much so. It's not like seconds, and I think this is also intentional as to why he's not drawing it. I don't know if like there might be another reason why he decided not to draw this one, but I think um, his art, while being awesome, I love his art. His art has a very certain style and tone, and his writing with his art projects a very kind of anime cartoon comedy moments. So, like, if you watch an anime, if, like, any of you guys ever watched an anime and, like, when they kind of go to the slapstick comedy in, like, an otherwise serious anime, the cartoon style changes almost. Like, he is great at drawing that kind of style and incorporating it into his comic where it doesn't look, like, super jarring and out of place like it does in animes. Um, That being said in this, I think, um, you know, using uh, Leslie Hum, uh, using her to... Uh, to draw this it um it kind of takes away that that animated cartoon humor art and then he still has very much his tone in terms of like awkward conversation uh writing and and even like uses like the silly text boxes he likes to use so much with uh like you know person's name date and then like some silly information that like isn't super important but it always kind of gives you a flash of who that character is uh but i think it's intentional i think the whole point of it is to convey a more realistic world right yeah yeah it, it uh, yeah yeah and i think you're probably right it probably it's probably you know done done on purpose but um on the top that's why of i don't think list. she's magical by the way that's why you don't think oh yeah yeah i mean it, you're right it would be it would match the tone of this more if it was yeah if she wasn't on the topic of Leslie hung the art, uh, I guess I more wanted to kind of talk about like text box layout and panel layout. It's super interesting in this comic. Cause like an unusually large percentage of the dialogue is done is an actual dialogue. It's like, uh, either Lottie talking to herself in her head or like narrating, um, or text, like actual, like you're reading a text, on somebody's phone or uh you know speaking on like reading a social media post comment or something like that like like i would say in terms of a comic book like there's an unusually low percentage of actual dialogue spoken a lot of it's like voiceover or text messaging or something like that which is really interesting yeah i think uh one i actually i I have to agree i love how they do thought dialogue is not in a text box it's uh free flowed with um uh, with a slight halo around it for the color to kind of change a little bit. I think it like is awesome. And I really like the way that looks. It blends in with the art really nicely. I think it's an accurate form of nowadays. Most people talk through texting <laughs> and true. when they're together, like even when you're together, you're still probably like shooting a message to somebody else. Why? And then you're having, and then you'll have your conversations in person, but they're going to be very 
sparse and they're going to be um kind of direct i guess or superficial like a lot of her conversations super, with her friends are superficial yeah because and they also engage a lot of times they're at like they have their what the hell they call it the um <laughs> the haters brunch yeah yeah the haters brunch i love love that name like they have their haters brunch which is just them bashing on people they don't like yeah so it's a very superficial thing none of them are discussing any of their actual like problems they're dealing with or any struggles no, no um no. at the part when they're ever most of the other times they're at parties and in which case you know it's those like fleeting conversations because like one of them has to go and get their photo taken or like they're oh like that's the other thing about bloggers kind of for the most part especially like i think instagram models is they're always thinking about the next possible photo they can get if they're at an mm-hmm. event they yeah. got to get a photo for that. Yeah, where's the photo event? coming from? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, which is why I think it's interesting that a lot of the text is in her head. Yeah, totally. And I would say he does a good job, does a good job of like making the reading experience feel like a bit disorienting and like sporadic and like uh, ADD. So like some of these conversations that they're having that are flipping between like you know what what she's saying in her head to like what people are actually saying it's so all over the place and so quick you know it's like they go from one thing to the next like the subject changes happen so quickly and i think what that it does is it's like it's a a reflection of how people interact today and it also feels really real like it feels kind of like i felt like that in social situations before where i'm like jesus like it's like the equivalent of bright flashy tv shows when you're a kid and like they're like warning may cause seizures but he like does a really good job of um i think kind of creating that experience with the with the uh book yeah i agree yeah this is sorry this is a total subject jump i just to close off i just need to, to just i need to know more about what the hell is going on with that police officer it was such a tangential storyline and it's so weird and i'm so yeah. curious you know, I'm like, what is his deal? Like, is he psycho? Yeah, I feel like it's gonna it'll end up being pivotal, uh, yeah. pivotal at some point. I don't Ugh, know. Jesus, it's 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 a cool book. There's a lot of layers. It's I'm I'm very curious to see where where he lands with this one. Um, I think they have 11 issues out total now. So there, I don't know how I don't know how I don't think it comes out super frequently. It's on Image. Yeah, we'll see where he ends up, but. It's very cool, very interesting. If you're a Brian Lee O'Malley fan, I'm pre- I'm like reasonably certain you'll like this comic. Um, yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah, and if you just want like an interesting perspective on that whole world of like social media and and you know Instagram modeling and that kind of stuff, this is a this is a pretty pretty interesting take on it for sure. Um, so definitely go check it out. Snot Girl by Brian Lee O'Malley, Leslie Hung. Um, I think that's gonna wrap our discussion up for today. Uh, so if you guys liked what you heard and you want to tune in next week, um, you should, cause we are going to read. Oh, so yeah, I mean, I got my three for you. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So, uh, option one is the almighty Thor. The almighty Thor. Which one is that? Jason, are you talking about Jason, Jason Aaron? Yeah. Jason Aaron. Jason Aaron's yeah. original one with Thor. Yeah. Which I believe is t- titled almighty Thor. So specifically if we pick that one, we're gonna do almighty Thor, God killer or God oh. butcher. 
Oh, the God Butcher. Yeah. I don't think that's called Almighty Thor. I think that's... I have the trade. I can't remember what it's called. I think it might just be called Thor. I think you just shut your filthy mouth. Um, Thor. It's no. Thor, the God of Thunder. <laughs> okay. Well, well, whatever. Look, Thor. There's your one option. Second option is uh, Wicked and Divine. Okay. Cool. Uh, and then your third option... Oh, my God. Uh, Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. Which Doom Patrol? Grant, uh, Grant Morrison's. Oh. Actually, yeah, Grant Morrison's. I think you guys, you guys start at the beginning to appreciate the future. You know what? We've done a lot of Morrison on this podcast. We've done a lot of Morrison on this podcast. And it's I want to do more. Morrison podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do more. Let's do Doom Patrol. Okay, sweet. That I'm sounds down. awesome. And I've never read it, actually. And it's it's on my list of things I really, really want to read. So. Yeah, okay. So we will probably read the first volume of that. Uh, we'll let you know if it's more than that but probably the first volume just because we don't have time um yeah. yeah okay cool so we're gonna do some chunk of grant morrison's doom patrol next week so make sure you tune in and check that out if you want to hear us chat about it thank you guys very much for tuning in to stack today uh if you like what you heard and you want to hear more you can head on over to our website www.stackpod.com you can check out our archive up there uh make sure to connect with us on social media hit us up let us know what you think of the show give us some feedback positive negative whatever uh send us any requests you might have if you want us to read a book or have a guest on or talk about something uh, be sure to hit us up and uh, let us know what you think of what we're doing here uh, and be sure to follow us or subscribe to the podcast on whatever app you're using if you don't already so you never miss any of that good stacked content Thank you guys for tuning in to Stack today. Until next time. Smash that like and subscribe button. Ring that bell, baby.